Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Bama. Today, we're going to talk some more about the scrimmage from this past weekend. We're also going to talk about Jaden Shackelford deciding to forego his final year of eligibility with the Crimson Tide and move on to play professionally. And we'll talk a lot of recruiting. We're going to do all that and more on today's Locked on Bama. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Ooh, I'm awesome. And, you know, April is an awesome sports month. It's crazy, but it's sort of like the best football month that's not in football season, right? We get Alabama spring game. We get scrimmage information. Uh, and, of course, there's the NFL draft at the end of this month. So April is the best football month that is not in football season. Okay, that's that's a solid argument for pro-April. I like it. A um, couple of things. First of all, thanks, everybody, for making us the first place you listen when it comes to podcasts. You guys are the best. And look, man, our subscribership is going through the roof. We appreciate that. The views for this last uh, podcast we did were amazing. Um, you guys are awesome, man. Thank you all so much. We really mean that. Jimmy and I love doing this. We've been doing it in front of nobody for so long, we're not sure how to do it in front of other people. So thank you for, uh, for uh, tuning in and subscribing and all that. Please do keep that up. Jimmy, um, I definitely want to talk about Jaden Shackelford in the second segment. I'm going to leave the third segment up for recruiting. But in this segment, is there anything else you want to throw out there from the scrimmage this past week? Uh, again, on the last podcast, we talked about Jalen Milrow. Um, since then, uh, the the university has put out a video of some highlights from the scrimmage. There was a great scramble run by Ty Simpson, which I think there, there are probably some people who were surprised to know he's pretty fleet of foot. And um, that was certainly a nice highlight. There was a fantastic throw by Jalen Milrow, which was a back shoulder pass to, I think, Jermaine Burton for a touchdown. And I'd be willing to bet if you had said, okay, one quarterback who's a backup uh, had a nice scramble run. One of them had a back shoulder throw for a touchdown. You would have flip-flopped those two guys just because that's the way people uh, would have thought about this. But it's, frankly, it's beautiful that it was the opposite. It means they both are multifaceted. That's exactly right. I mean – uh, I think we have a tendency as fans to put kids in a box and label them. And we go, oh, Milrow, he's a runner. You know, he's, he's an athlete uh, that, that's good with the, with the ball in his hands and his legs uh, and, and isn't a good passer. And Ty Simpson, he's a good passer. Uh, he's a coach's kid. He's not an athlete. But, but those things are both, are both incorrect. Uh, Ty is an outstanding athlete. He could be a quarterback in any offense. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and Milrow, while he has to work on the passing, uh, he's a talented passer. Alabama wouldn't have signed him otherwise. He's got a gift. His arm is ridiculous. Uh, I, I'll swear this is true. This is just a slam dunk, too. Uh, arm strength. You just put Jalen Milrow on the 30 and Bryce on the 30 and Ty on the 30, and you're just uh, using a radar gun with velo or just seeing how far they can throw the ball. Jalen Milrow's got the biggest arm on that team. What I would even go so far as I would say Jalen Milrow has a significantly stronger arm than even Bryce. Uh, mm. Ty, Ty probably does too, uh, but but Milrow can freaking wing it. That's why I've always compared him to Jalen Hurts. I know Jalen always was kind of a project in the making in terms of becoming a good passer, but uh, 
Jalen Hurts showed up with a big arm. That's why he's a starting quarterback in the NFL now. He's got the arm because he can really wing it. Uh, so can Milrow. Um, I, I, I talked to, you know, I worked for QB Country, and I was talking with one of the QB Country coaches this weekend about a young kid he's got that we think is going to be a big deal down the road. And I was watching some practice clips of him working with this QB coach, and I'm like, you know, and I'm not a QB coach like these these other guys are, but we, we discuss it all the time. And I'm like, hey, with this guy, uh, from here on out, uh, he's a he's a thrower. You just have to coach him into being a passer, and that's exactly what's going on with Milrow. You recruit you recruit them as throwers, and you turn them into passers. That takes a lot, uh, just like it takes major league pitchers a while to learn how to get people out, learn how to pitch. But they're all there because they're throwers. They can all throw ninety. That's why they're there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Milro is he, he's got a cannon. And um, look, everybody says that now. I'm, it's so funny how cliche everything has gotten. You know, this guy's a beast. That guy's a beast. He's different. He's built different. He's special. I mean, but but I think Jalen Milro literally is a little different. Um, and speaking of that, before we go into recruiting, I I think this deserves its own um, partial segment about recruiting just for a second. There is a kid named, is it Nichols Harbor? Is that how you say it? Uh, I think it's Nicholas. Nicholas. Okay. But it's spelled N-Y-C-K-O-L-E-S. Harbor. Yeah. I think, I think he pronounces it Nicholas. Okay. I don't care how he pronounces it. Yeah. He's going to pronounce it. I'm as rich as anybody named Nicholas you've ever met. Including so Jack. Including Jack. Including Jack. <laughs> I implore, I beg of thee to go check out the video. Now, I just spelled it out for you. His name is Nicholas Harbor. It's not spelled the right way, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Jimmy, th there's video of this cat running um, in a track meet. He's 6'5", 235 pounds, and he ran like a 10'3". Was it 100 me? I don't even know what it was. It doesn't matter what it was. He was blowing by people. It looked like it. It looked like Megatron. Um, he, he really looked like a, a transformer outrunning uh, uh, several. Uh, what's that girl's name that's in that dating Machine Gun Kelly now? That's good looking. That uh, Megan Fox. Yeah, that joke would have been a lot better if I remembered the name. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, he, he's amazing. And, Jimmy, I'm looking on his profile on on three, and most people haven't projected to go to Maryland now. He's from the D.C. Era, area. Mm. But um, Maryland, Michigan, Penn State, and Bama is what's up there. I, I can't believe Nick Saban just said, said yeah, you know what, I'm not going to even coach next year. I'm just going to this guy's high school to every game, and I'm going to live in a outside of a tree by his house until he commits to me. Yeah, I've been uh, bragging and talking about Nicholas Harbor for a while. I I've called him. I called him last night on Twitter, uh, but but I've been saying this. I think he's the most unique prospect and maybe the most special prospect uh, of all time. Or since I've been following recruiting, I I've been surprised that the rest of the country doesn't make the same big deal about him that I do. Uh, I realize he's a five star uh, for most services and, and is only going to be climbing. So, you know, it's not like you get much higher than a five star, but he's so So now that you've seen him, Luke, realize a couple things about him because all you did, well, you see that he's 6'5", 235, and that's legit, and that he runs not just fast, 
he has Olympic speed. And his best event, even though that 10-3 was in the 100 meters, believe it or not, his best event is the 200 meters. That's where he believes he can one day make the U.S. Olympic team. That is his goal in life. It is not to lead the SEC in sacks. It is to uh, participate and be a member of the U.S. track and field team in the Olympics. That's, that's his thing. And he believes he will make the team running the 200 meters, and I'm sure he will be the largest person to ever do that. Um, now throw, throw these facts in, Luke. Um, he had, I believe, this sounds made up, but I'm not kidding. He had over 20 sacks and 81 quarterback hurries last year. 81. I've never heard that number in my life uh, at any level of football. So he is not just fast and big. He is a gifted pass rusher. Uh, I think people have a tendency to look at him and see how fast he can run. They want to play him on offense. He can do that too. He's a gifted tight end. He can catch the ball and he can play tight end. Most schools are recruiting him as a pass rusher where he has been an extraordinary player uh, as a pass rusher in high school. Uh, also throw this in, uh, he has a 4.0 grade point average. He's never made a B in his life. He has a test score good enough to qualify for a presidential scholarship. And his dad is a literal rocket scientist for NASA. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we laughed yesterday about Arch Manning is a five-star plus on the own three rankings. So my, okay. So you got to go Arch Manning, five-star plus, Xenu, the God in Scientology, and then Nicholas Harbor. Way yeah. up, I, it's not even on the screen anymore. Yeah, he's a 12. He's I don't 12. understand. Whenever we have a conflict of any description as a country, we ought to just put a picture, put that a five-second video clip of him running that race and say, if y'all don't, if y'all don't get your act together, we're sending Mr. Harbor. That's of just course, that. I would love for him to play football for Alabama because I think he might be the best football prospect in the whole country. I believe he might be number one, the, the, regardless of position. But no, I think he, he is an, has a good argument to make that he's the number one football prospect in addition to being a literal five-star track prospect and a five-star academic recruit for just the engineering school. Um, he, he's five-star in all of that. Uh, I, I took some crap on On3 a few weeks ago when I'm saying, hey, I'm just looking out for the kid. I'll be honest, I almost hope he doesn't sign to play football at Alabama. I think there's so much for this kid to accomplish. I'm not sure he's best served at an Alabama. He, he might, this this might be the exact type kid that should go to Stanford uh, yeah. or or the, or the Ivy League, frankly. Or space. Send him to space. I, said, I, and, and, I, I want this kid to maybe be the president of the United States. Yes. He could, he could better serve us in that capacity than than being the next Will Anderson. So send him uh, to space and just let him float around. And if we ever get attacked by aliens, they're like, you know, let's go check out Venus. Um, anyway, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Jaden Shackelford. And I got a quick story to tell you. It's going to be an abbreviated second segment. But right now I'm going to tell you about Built Bar. It's that time of year. You know, you, you, it's summertime. It's about to be summertime. It's spring, but it's going to be summertime. And you're going to be out there in your swimsuit. You want to be looking good. You don't want to be looking chunky. And I don't care if that triggers anybody. It's better 
for you and everybody when you're in a swimsuit and you look good. And one good way to start is by, by eating these built bars. They are fantastic. They're delicious. They're nutritious. They're scrub delicious. They taste awesome, yet they don't make you gain weight. Have you tried the puffs? They're covered in chocolate. They're fantastic. Protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. They're a real treat. So like if, if somebody, if you have a son named Nicholas Harbor and he uh, outruns three cheetahs and a Maserati in his track meet, you can go, here's a puff. And he'll go, that's awesome. I don't even know if I deserve this. These are so good. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all that stuff. They got it all. Most built bars contain about only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four net carbs. Compare that to a candy bar. There is no comparison. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Built.com. Promo code LOCK15. 15% off that order at built.com. You will love these things. Jimmy and I recommend these wholeheartedly. So go check out built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Jimmy, quick story before I, we talk about Jaden Shackelford. A former employee of ours came by the office today because he wanted us to be able to do something for him. Um, and and I said, yeah, no problem. I mean, I like the guy a lot, but uh, I did remember there he had like a management issue back in the day, moons ago. I mean, like 15 years ago, maybe even longer. And I think he had some court appointed, maybe anger management class he had to go to for some reason. Um, I, I can't remember if we fired him or we let him or he quit or whatever. I think he quit. But uh, still a nice dude outside of that, you know, and that's, that's a common problem for people. <clears throat> well, when he went to his anger management class the first time, court appointed, he um, showed up to class early because he was like, I want to do this right. I want to get better. So he showed up, you know, 15 minutes early. Unfortunately for him, the teacher showed up 20 minutes late. So the, t- the teacher walks in and he goes, okay, before we get started, any questions for anybody? And my guy raised his hand and said, yes, sir, I, do. I have one. I got here 15 minutes early. You're 20 minutes late. So my question is, is this my first GD test? I just want to know that. You answer me. And so anger management class did not go well for him. <laughs> but that is a true story. Um, so anywho, uh, now <clears throat> there's something that might make some Alabama fans angry, and that's Jaden Shackelford leaving. I don't think they should be angry about this. I think this is best for all parties. Jaden Shackelford has done all he can do at Alabama. Obviously, if he had stayed, he would have set some records. He would have probably held the three-point mark. He probably would have been in the top five of the scoring, all that stuff. You know, but in the end, I mean, let's also – Let's be honest about this. I love Jaden Shackelford. He'll forever be important to me. I, I appreciate his efforts. He sort of tailed off towards the end, at least defensively. Defensively, it it wasn't all effort. And I think that it, it was a reflection on, um, on the team. And I think that, um, you know, we, we needed more buy-in from him. It was an opportunity for him to be more of a leader. And I don't think uh, he it got to that point. Again, I love Jaden Shackelford. I'm, I'm – thankful he came to University of Alabama. I'm not dogging him at all. Please understand that. I just do think that if, if I'm going to be honest here, um, the defense was lacking a little bit uh, towards the end of the season. And I think that, you know, it was, again, it was shown in a four-game losing streak. We needed him um, as much as anybody to step up, and it just never materialized. I hope and pray, I really do, that he goes and plays professional basketball either in the NBA overseas, wherever the heck he goes, and I hope he makes a gazillion dollars. I want him to. And I want him to – I mean, he's, he had a nice goodbye. I appreciate his time at the University of Alabama, and we appreciate him. 
but I think that in the end, it's probably time for, for both parties to, to move on and try something new, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I agree with some of that. Um, I have a, a slightly different take, but uh, I agree that it's not a terrible thing that uh, Jaden has moved on. I don't think this wrecks the team next year. I, I, I'm not sure he's happy. Um, you know, he, he, tr he, he tried to leave at the end of last year. So I, I don't care what his statement said. Something was not great for him at Alabama. I don't know what that is, but this is the second time in three years that, that he wants to leave. Uh, so, so he should go and, and that's fine. I don't, I, I, based on how he's playing at the end of the year, uh, I, I don't think this is a, a, a catastrophic loss for Alabama basketball. I'll just say this in general, because it applies to every kid and not just Jaden. I'm pretty old school about this and kind of old man, get off my lawn. So a lot of people won't agree with this. They'll just think I'm, I'm old and value the wrong things and I don't get young kids and I don't get things. This is the way I feel about it. If, if you are not a certain NBA player, and, 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 and I'm sorry to disappoint Jaden Shackford, he is no certain NBA player. Just my, my flat out opinion as a sports fan, I don't think he'll play a minute in the NBA. I, I don't think so. Um, I hope he proves me wrong. That's one thing I'll really pull for him. Jaden, please prove me wrong. I'll be your biggest fan. I'll, I'll get the jersey and everything. Uh, but I, I don't think he's an NBA player. If you're not an NBA player uh, and, and, and you still want, I want to play pro basketball. I want to keep playing basketball. And now they'll pay me to do it somewhere. That's awesome. I want you to do that. I want that experience for you. But I, I urge every kid in his position to graduate. Everyone, they need to graduate. And I know you can say, oh, well, he can make money and he can he can pay for it himself uh, when, when he's done making all that money in Europe. Uh, I, I, I will tell you right now, the majority of kids don't. The majority of people don't go do something for six or eight years and then come back and finish college. Most don't do it, will never do it. So much easier to go to college when you're 22 than it is when you're 29. Uh, I also know that you can make a lot of money overseas and some go overseas and don't make a lot of money and then have troubles, you know, overseas. Uh, well, I mean, Brittany Griner, that's a that's a, an outlier, but it's an example of, you know, she she wouldn't still be in jail if that had happened in Arkansas and not Russia. So uh, I'm, I wish Jaden, even if he transferred, uh, I wish before he embarked on his pro career, I think he should graduate from college while colleges are, are letting him go to school for free. That's that's my opinion. I realize I'm in the minority. I realize somebody's going to say, why are you stopping some guy from going to Europe and earning six figures? Well, I'm not stopping him from doing it. I'm just saying that's still going to be there for him a year later, and he should go do that after he has a degree. So that's just the way I look at it. I get you. All right, Jimmy, let's talk a little recruiting after I tell everybody about BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasting reviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. And look, as far as I'm concerned, it's where the game ends. I love me some bet online. You will too. Go check it out. Bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Jimmy. Uh, some more recruiting talk. Alabama's got a big group coming in today uh, yeah. to evaluate practice. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to read off some names 
And, you know, with the five minutes or so we have left, I'll let you talk about whoever you want to, but I'm going to read off these names. Antonio Ross of Alexandria, Alabama, Brendan Bird of Gulf Shores, Chris Pearson of Gulf Shores, Kai McNulty of Bay Minette, DeAndre Jackson of Bay Minette, Ronnie Royal III, who I really like a lot, a 2024 guy. I think he started out at Florence, if memory serves. Is that right? Uh, he did. No, he started out in Alexandria. Alexandria, not Florence. You're right. Alexandria. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, then Perry Thompson, another 2024 guys. In fact, all the rest of these guys are 2024 uh, players. Braden Jackson, Myron Duncan, Sterling Dixon, Jaden Dobbins, and K.J. Lacey, a 2025 guy, who's a quarterback from Daphne, who I assume you really love. I do. Uh, I know K.J. Uh, well. Uh, you know, he's a QB country kid. Um uh, real excited by KJ Lacey. He's he's interesting to Alabama fans because he's a lot like Bryce. This is a 5'8", 5'9", quarterback, and you might think that's just too small. You can't play quarterback at that size. Well, the Bryce Youngs of the world are, are proving that wrong. Uh, KJ is going to play quarterback somewhere in college uh, as a ninth-grade starting quarterback at a big program like Daphne. Uh, he got some group of five offers even in the ninth grade during the season. That's how impressive he is. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of comparisons to Bryce that aren't accurate or fair, but I also think they're understandable based on what KJ's uh, skill set is. So real interesting that he's there. Every kid that you named, basically, uh, Luke, is from my area. I know of all of those kids. I'm excited about several. I'm not sure how many of those will ultimately have Alabama offers, but I'm really happy that Alabama is back to recruiting the the South Alabama area. Uh, it sounds to me like they they threw a net over South Alabama and they want to look at all these guys. I'm not sure Alabama had been doing that the last few years, but they are now. Uh, every one, one of those kids are good players. I like Pearson a lot. He's a DB at Gulf Shores. Uh, I actually like him more than Ronnie Royal, who's a 2024 prospect from Gulf Shores, who uh, kind of made a name for himself as a running back. To me, I see him as more of a DB. Uh, and I think he can be an SEC athlete at, at, at defensive back. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, several of those guys are, are, are really good players, uh, and there's others. Uh, Mobile's really deep with SEC prospects. I'm not sure it's deep with uh, guys good enough to play for Nick Saban's Alabama. It'll be interesting to see what the staff's opinion of. I'm sure they're going to pitch these guys today on coming back to Tuscaloosa this summer for camps. It does make you wonder with this huge group coming in from the state, right? It does make you wonder if if Saban will have a concerted effort to reclaim the state um, in in the you know last years of his tenure. I hate to even think about that, and we've always speculated he's potentially a cyborg and may coach until the year three thousand. But um, being realistic, you know, Saban's probably got at most five years left. Now, we've been saying that for the last 10 years, but eight, five years. I mean, I guess it could be a little more, but it ain't going to be a lot more. But you, you wonder if he's making an effort to say, okay, on my way out the door, I know the next guy is not going to be able to throw as wide a net as I can. I mean, the Nick Saban brand reaches to the, you know, the ends of the earth. And the Alabama well, brand, because of that, is, is a t- tethered to him. But – on the way out, maybe saying, okay, I know the next guy's going to have to start back at home because it's going to be, you know, you got to sort of reinvent yourself a little bit. So I wonder if he's going to make a concerted effort to do that. Maybe I'm overthinking. 
Uh, you know, he'd be doing the next guy a favor. I mean, you know, it's easier for mortal recruiters to recruit local kids than, you know, and my, my thing is I want, you know, Nick has, has certainly, you know, won me over on this issue. I want Nick to sign the best player possible, the most talented kid. And I don't care if the most talented kid is from Utah, Pennsylvania, or Montgomery. Sign the most talented kid. That That's what I want as an Alabama fan, right? I think everybody listening agrees with that. My only caveat to that is let's make sure that we're getting the best player because I don't want to go to Utah and get a player who's not as good as the kid from Mobile or the kid from Montgomery or the kid from Birmingham or, or from Huntsville. Uh, I, I don't want to leave the state to go get players that aren't as good as the ones we have at home. So in the end, it's all about the evaluation. But to properly evaluate, you got to take a long look at them. So give a long look to these in-state kids on tape and in camp before you decide that, that you, you've got a better player to sign that's in Utah or Arizona. Um, that, that's all I'm saying. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode. We will be back tomorrow with more Locked on Bama. And until then, man, y'all keep subscribing, keep watching. We love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. It means a lot to Jimmy and me. And um, thank y'all. So we will be back tomorrow. And until then, roll time. Roll time.